Hey everyone, it's Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to DocuSweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which sometimes is a California West Coast lens, and sometimes it's a mid Middle America flyover state lens, hi Wa, and sometimes it's an East Coast elitist, we're all wearing black and judging people kind of vibe, and that's today. But at the end of the day, hopefully we'll give you something sweet to hang your hat on, because we're good people, I think. Yay! Hi! Okay, here we are talking 90 Day Fiance. This is Toe the Other Way, Season 5, Episode 15. This one is called Family Manners. Now, we'll tell you, we had to make me, Chris Farah, say the title because this is reminiscent of a certain show that Wa loved a little too much, and she would have a problem saying the title without saying what she wants to say. Right, Wa? Family Matters. <laughs> Which has been screaming in her head. It's been screaming on her head on loop ever since she heard the title. So I, we have to let her say it because it's screaming in her head like one of those earworm songs. And also, Wa, give us a little taste of your undying love for Stephen Urkel. Oh, Stefan Urkel. Okay, let me just say this. Do you, did you know uh, yes. that Family Manners <laughs> Matters is a spinoff of Perfect Strangers? Ah, oh. let me tell you, I didn't know Carl that. Winslow was one of the was was a side character. No, it wasn't Carl. It was Harriet. Okay, then no, I have. That's crazy. Harriet was a side character in Perfect Strangers, which I didn't even remember them having another set in Perfect Strangers, but the their home. So yeah. when I saw it, she was in one of their offices, Balky or the other one. I don't remember the other one's name. I remember Balky. Who does? I mean, ba ba is it what John? Is it Balky and John? Is it Balky and Mark? I mean, who else? I mean, B Balky and, you know, Brad. I don't know who, what 80s name they gave that man, but unforgettable. I don't know. So Balky and whoever that guy, whoever that guy is at his place of business, his workspace, Harriet managed the elevator, which made me think, was this filmed in like, the fucking 40s who had an elevator i guess but some businesses in chicago in the late 80s had a, a person manning the elevator because all of those executive types couldn't man the elevator so she was the elevator person and she had a husband but i don't know if they ever talked about him Let's cut to carl winslow who's actually was a cop in one of the wildly popular Bruce Willis Die Hard movies. So he was a cop in Die Hard that people loved. So they were like, oh, this guy already paid a cop and people already know who Reginald Vell Johnson is. So we'll just make him the lead character. And then they told her she was the lead, obviously, because she was already in a NBC, ABC, UPN, I don't know what show. <laughs> this is a lot of information. But anyways, do we want to talk about this show? No, I want to talk about Family Matters, but I, I will continue. Continue. I'll tell you that, yeah, like Carl Winslow, now looking back, like was too big to be a cop, right? Wait. Okay. You mean physically? Yes. Every cop that we saw on television in the 90s was a donut eating cop who couldn't do anything. So like it was typecasting for that time. Yes. Yeah. Because in actuality, like. In actuality. You have to like be able to run after people and like physically do some stuff like run after people and you know 
in the love after lockup world which you i don't know if you're listening to our love after lockup coverage but you know there's this guy named handy who like was a cop and there's never a point in handy's life where you think that he could even like muster passing even just a basic cardio test of like just literally nods on his chest his heartbeat just racing itself would just be like nope you can't do it but yeah people can just be cops at some point anyway carl winslow from what i remember had no business being a cop i mean he 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 can't breathe you know like maybe a security mar, you know mall security man maybe you know but like they had a beautiful house they did those they did. i mean they i mean they had this glowing i mean they had such a gorgeous living room and all those kids are you know like yeah i don't know it was a different time back then it was a different time they they fed us a different world roseanne was really the only show that actually gave us what people in their tax bracket could should and would be living in you know <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is why it was my favorite show okay we'll talk about this show now it's called 90 day fiance it's called toe have you been was, watching oh god i was gonna say it's episode 15 chris when is this over well, as we both know, we even have a 16 that we're going to redo because if you are listening to this, you might know that we are oh, a week late. So yeah, no, this is ongoing, an ongoing toe. <laughs> and never ending. Because we like, haven't seen Holly and Wayne in like four episodes. Yeah. And, and like what, what the, I mean, the wedding episode, it was only a two day wedding, but it was a four episode arc. I mean, I just, I can't, it's too much. Okay. Anyway, so the big thing that happened with Sarper and Shekinah in this one is that Shekinah's sister, Shekina, uh, no, that's not Shekina. <laughs> no, nope, nope, <laughs> no, nope. That's like Kalani and Kaluni. You're not, you know, like, <laughs> okay. Shekinah, Shakuni, you know, it's Shekinah and Shekinah, Shekinah, Shekuna, you know, like Hakuna Shura. Matata. It's Shakuna and Hakuna. You know, it's, I mean, and I can sure. make fun of anyone's names. I mean, this is a, this is the perfect example of just the whitest white Amish women having names. I can just make fun of It's the greatest thing in my greatest day of my life. Sorry, go, go on, walk. No, but I mean, they're both of them in the running for wanting to be a Kardashian sounding reality star between the vocal fry and the no emotion in their speaking. Could you imagine just having to deal with either of them in any sort of customer service experience? Well, no, I can imagine Shekinah. I feel like she has like a little bit of personality, but Shariah is like, Shariah? Is Shariah? No, you're right. You're right. I forgot the name. I oh. forgot the name totally. So when you said it, I was like, oh yeah, that's what it is. Shariah is like, I don't think you're right for my sister. I mean, all she's asking you to do is put a picture of you guys on social media. And I feel like such, such an early millennial, late, late Gen X in this moment, because I don't think that putting somebody on social media should be the standard of if you're really in a relationship with them. Oh, you're completely right. Absolutely. The problem is he is so obviously shady about it. Like, you know, like the thing about it is it is much hotter to not be on social media at all. Right now, social media is a cesspool and I think it's going down and I wish I wasn't on it every given moment. And if I met a man that wasn't on it, I'd be like, that's attractive. But conversely, if you meet a man that's all about it because of his like fitness career or whatever, then it does mean certain things if like he's not posting you know, I think that it means something for aesthetic looking people. So, he knows 
that she looks the way that she does. And she knows that he looks the way she does. It's why they're together. I guess it's kind of why Rob and Sophie are together. So all these aesthetic looking people that are trying to be and look a certain way, this shit's going to be important to them because they are vapid, fake, shallow people who at any time have no security or trust in each other because at the same time they are looking over the shoulder for a better situation. And, you know, it's just, it's a it's not a good place to live, and but it's where these shallow people can survive. In the shallow end of the pool, just yeah. wading away, just like hovering on a on a little floaty. Okay, so her sister comes to his house and he decides that he's going to make a Turkish delicacy, which is pounded raw minced ground meat with his own bare hands. And that I don't know, he's going to like beat it into submission and maybe the heat from his hands cooks it. I just... I, if someone is going to be doing that, I don't need to see it. Serve right. it to me. I need a little babushka, a little abuela, a little teta. I need that person in the back where I cannot see her. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the Arabs, Syrian, Lebanese people, Levantine people have something they eat. And their delicacy, delicacy is called gibinai, which is raw meat. But they mix it with bulgur wheat. I mean, Monique's mom, Gemma, and Monique's dad three weeks ago used their bare hands in ice water and raw meat and mixed kibine in front of my eyes, and I won't eat it to save my life. But their whole thing is you, in fact, have to keep the, the meat incredibly ice cold the entire time. So your hands are frozen. You have like ice water you're dipping it in as you like mix the small amounts of bulgur wheat with the other ingredients to get it just right or whatever. It is like delicacy. It is so I saw what he was doing and I was like, oh, he's making kibbeh which is probably like, you know, like very healthy, very keto, you know, in his mind, it's probably like, and he's mixing it. It's like, oh, uh, you know, and, and it, it may be even in his mind, a way in which he's showcasing a traditionally softer and or more femme thing. He is cooking, you know, like, I'll tell you this right now. I do not, not like Sarper. I really mm -hmm. think that 90 Day wants us to think that this is some brutish, alpha wanting male who's disgusting and prime or like, you know, primitive, not primal, but primitive and barbaric and only obsessed with looks and how gross can he be and not trustworthy. And he has been so open. He's an open book the entire time of who he is and why he is. He's never lied. He, he keeps kind of saying who he is, thinking that it'll be impressive, only to find that it's not impressive. And that part is kind of endearing because he is so off from Western standards. Of course, what he's doing isn't like PC or right, but at the same time, it's what Shekinah likes. She has not once ever been like, why do you treat me that way? Why do you why why do you want to like why do you want me to only look a certain way? Like she's never been like that because why? She wants it to. She likes it. She wants she wants it to. Yeah. yeah, it feels it probably feels a little bit like he cares so much for her that he's worried about the way that she dresses and that he wants to take care of her in certain ways. And then there's just certain parts of it that she rejects. Now, her sister rejects all of it. And when they keep going back to the social media stuff, I'm just like, that's not a good enough argument for me. Now. Mm -hmm. Does Sarper mm -hmm. hate being questioned? Yes. Now, I can't tell if it's because Shariah is a woman, Shekinah is a woman, and he doesn't want to be questioned, or it's just because, in general, he doesn't want to be questioned at all. And so he mm -hmm. was unable to handle himself 
when the question was asked about the social media and he's like, no, he couldn't even lie. He couldn't even be like, yeah. well, he was just like, no. He I doesn't lie though, which I, yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, kind of good. So anyways, the sister ends up leaving and he ends up calling Shekinah a slut. <laughs> which, 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 okay. He's like, not red words, slut. No, <laughs> not, not slut. Wait, okay, beach. <laughs> Better word, beach. No, I got one. I got one. Wait, wait, wait. I got it. Cunt. Uh, oh, maybe. Um, cunt, cunt, cunt is good, right? Cunt. Slag. Pussy, pussy, pussy. Is Slag. Pussy? Is it? Is it? Is it son of bitch? Daughter of bitch. Like he just <laughs> snotty mouth, twisty who whore whore hole. Is it? <laughs> It's very Turkish, what a very specific Turkish slang uh, sayers. Yeah, no, he, uh, he, she's a slut and a bitch. He's a fuck boy. Shekinah's uh, sister, you know, is wearing very blossom six outfits. Oh, the hat in next episode. Yeah, I maybe that's my... more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that is a little bit. Yeah, like it's the okay. same hat that Nicole wore. Remember when Nicole was like a newsie, or you called her something? She looked like one of Fat Albert's gang. Like just like this very oddly seventies fucking hat. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, he feels bad afterward. You know, like I think, and you know, she kind of. I will say this: she kind of like didn't. She didn't help him. Like she was like her big thing was like, hey, so when my sister comes, just like don't uh tell her that you just like want to like change every morsel of my body and like how ugly i am you just like don't like mention any of that but like it's so interesting that she, there was no other bridge like hey when my sister comes like we're going to act like we have never had a fight but she does like she you know like everyone always brings their like doubtful parent and or sibling over and then no one ever does what i would do which is act like everything's fine it's like they do wait for someone to be there and to finally be like well let's been talking about, let's talk let's talk about the real shit which is how come you won't post without me you know like i don't know it's yeah just, they all yeah. do it you're absolutely right they all do that same thing and it's just so weird and i know i know producers put them up to it but yes. then they're always like shaky with the outcome i'm like well i just need a scene where they're like well i did ask those questions so that's what i expected yeah. <laughs> do you think that he just ate the food afterward like by himself like 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 snowballs like you know it's like you just eat like kind of like snowballs like do you think that he started on a plate i think they both ate the route like to me again kibi nae like there is like you eat it with like bread like or you eat it like some onions sometimes you like have like little lettuce leaves like i wonder how he ate it i just the only thing that i'll eat raw is fish oh i can't do the beef all right anything else about them you know, no, it's just, I don't hate, I just want to say, yeah, if you think I hate him, I don't. Yeah, I don't hate him either. I feel like he's always been, just like Chris said, honest with who he has been. It's just that she's moved to a different culture. Okay, so let's go on to TJ and Kimberly. This is the third installment of their wedding. <laughs> And Wa's worst nightmare, which oh. is that someone gets to have this wedding with all of these looks and does not appreciate, appreciate care it. about it, deserve it, all of it. All of the above. So she is pissed, as usual, as per usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, again, no one is keeping her in the loop. Meanwhile, they're pissed because the bitch won't smile. Yeah. Every picture they're taking, they're just watching. They're, all these pictures are being taken. Could you imagine they just keep seeing the sourpuss just like... Like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going on. Mom, do you know what's going on? 
okay. <laughs> Everything is just they hate this person and I we get it. You know? Yeah. Then they the mother and father go to some situation that looks very hot. Okay, but they have a little canopy over them. Parents don't have a canopy over them, so I know that they're over there frying in that Indian sun. Uh, and this guy comes out. And he apparently doesn't speak not a word of English. Now, what I have been told is that those who go to school learn English as far back as the boomers in India. Now, I don't know if this is true, and it may not be all over unilaterally, but I expected, especially the young people like TJ's age, to be able to speak. Like there should, yeah, should somebody should have been assigned to her. So anyways, guy comes over and starts, the priest comes over and starts doing things, which listen, this, the whole, the whole wedding seems like a racket to me. I felt like that priest was not doing it for the love of whatever deity he was doing it for big business. That's what it felt like to me. He was very, he felt like corporate priest to me. So he comes over and starts doing the thing. And she's like, can we get a translator, please? And I said, if you wanted a translator, then you should have hired one. No, I, mm -hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To, to little Amy, a little somebody to follow you around for the four, two days of activities in order to have that translation to better understand what was going on. And this is TJ's fault because he hid it from her own purpose. But what did you think? I almost feel like a, yeah, there's just, this is a big family and there are lots of people. And I also find it hard to believe there was not one young, younger lady that they were like, hey, can you just like go and make sure that she like knows what's happening unless they really hate her that much where they were like, she doesn't deserve it. She'll just ruin it anyway. And why are we going to stop one of our nieces from enjoying this great party that we're throwing just to have to be around sour puss McGee all the time, you know? Oof. Oof. But I guess I tend to think that like, I think of it, if she was in, if, if the tables were turned and they were in America, I don't think they would have assigned anybody to tell them what was going on. There's just like a, a centralized folks get real like, oh, well, you don't know that. Oh, it's so different. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like an American wouldn't be like, hey, we are throwing the bouquet because that says who's going to be the next person to get married. Oh, that's a bad example. But, you know, I think, yeah, I think that they would tell them. But like, you know, enough to make them understand we throw the bouquet to see who's going to catch it next. Okay. It sort of sounds like we pretend that this person is a God and then we kiss his feet. Okay. You know, like, okay. (laughs) You know, like everything is like, got it. Yeah. But she didn't want her feet to be touched. So, and I said, oh, this is a girl who does not get pedicures. Now, not to say that she can't do a bang up job herself, but how do you know what to do? (laughs) Big business, the big business priest, honey, just like, I love the idea of this person being like, I got 17 of these marathon weddings this week, honey. I barely sleep. I live on Coke and like, you know, like whenever I'm just going around marrying people for 17 hours, just rubbing a bunch of turmeric everywhere. (laughs) God, the life of that priest is hilarious. Okay. Sorry, everybody. If you hear the dog barking, it's not my fault. I'm the middle of day and i guess these shenanigans happen when the owner's not at home all right uh yeah so they do the turmeric cheek and then there's a lot of there's just a lot of things and i wish that he had written up an itinerary for her so she could exactly know what was going on that's tj's fault so i blame him for this yeah and he says it kind of he goes back and forth in this confession to be like oh you know she should know but you know like but he's he is living his best groom fantasy. Another thing about TJ is that he loves it. 
And he's been loving. He's been waiting, honey. And like, you know what? Honestly, he's a he, he's a poster boy for Indian marriage. I mean, he's talking me into it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, they do the turmeric cheek thing, which is that they um rub. They keep rubbing. They they what they do is they take turmeric and they touch the cheeks. And so by the time they're done, their whole cheeks just looks like almost like Fabergé, you know, or some sort of mask <laughs> on them. And then the other thing they do is like this little drop shower where they have to like pour little bits of water on everyone's head. And every of these are just like. Again, all of these rituals up to the wedding, and then when the wedding happens, then there's all the rituals that happen. It's like family rituals and certain things and deity rituals and Hindu customs, and it's just like, I mean, it's absolutely, it's absolutely fascinating and overwhelmingly beautiful with the colors, like, and the flowers, and yeah, I also will say this. Wow. Yes, he should have told her. I feel like if I knew that I was going to marry an Indian man, and right now I'm sitting in America, but if I was like, okay, I'm going to go to India and I'm going to be dating this guy and I'm going to get married. At some point on the plane there, I'd be like, let's go over this Indian wedding thing. And I would look up on Wikipedia and I would read all the things, all the stages. I'd have a long trip to India, so I'd probably, you know, read it. I'd be like, what comes next? That That I would know because I would be like, well, am I going to go over and do this thing <laughs> where I marry this person during this way? I just, how are you? And I, here's the thing. I'm not running around this world being like, you know what I am? Spiritual healer, real clairvoyant, care about all this. You know, I, I do care about a higher being in, in spirituality, but I don't feel like I talk about it that much where I'm trying to make people, I don't know, pay for my services enough that I'm going to go through this world, then get married in a spiritual way and not even look it up to be like what one of this stuff means, but I'm all knowing and I'm Claire Danes. Wow. Really? My, yeah. I don't know. I would have fully jumped into what an Indian wedding wedding is so that I could be like, Hey, um, I, I Googled it and it says yeah. that I'm using the wrong words, but it says this Pashmina. Can I get this one in purple? Oh yeah, it also says that there is a um, a Kushner Vishnu thing. Um, I would like, yeah, I would be like, I would be in there like, hey, I don't know exactly what this means. She's just so this whole her whole confessional for this wedding is like, this is what we would have done in America. This is this is I would have done this. I would have had this, and it's just like, girl, you're not here. You're not there. So like, figure it out. Yeah, I think that's all. Not taking responsibilities. Yeah, I guess you're right. I know we talked about this. Or again, not just taking, not taking any responsibilities. Either like, well, this is what it'd be in America, or I don't really know what's happening right now. I wish someone would tell me. As if she has no responsibility in the world. As if she didn't know it was going to be happening to her. It's just okay. Um, Okay, so shall we move on? We're so angry from her. I know. Johan and Danielle. This is bananas. Turn. What a turn this has taken. So with Danielle and Johan, we are finally at the job coach. Remember, we left off last episode where he has told her that he's expecting her to take care of everything, including him, and that he pays his little part so everything should be fine. And also here she is with her terrible ovaries. So they get inside and the life coach is able to translate and go into English. And so she's able to fully express how she feels. And then he says, oh, you told me that I could stay at home. And she's like, I have never, ever said that. Never have I ever. <laughs> but what did you think of that? Yeah, I feel like she, 
she oh and she this is what she says which is true she's always been like you have to contribute you have to contribute she has always said that so as dumb as i think she is i don't think that she thought that this man was going to make money out of fucking thin air so i do think that she thought that he was going to get a job and again he is a personal trainer and we have seen our first or we have seen our share of personal trainers on the show jesse's was a personal trainer you know fucking sarper is a first personal trainer i can't talk personal trainer there's just there's a dime a dozen so he is very good looking and he's tall and athletic looking and now the man's famous you know what i'm saying like this is a whole other thing where i just sometimes i'm like he's famous now you can't tell me that he can't be personal training on that somewhere in a resort somewhere on that island there's just not a way in hell that I think this man can't be making money if he didn't want to the easiest way possible, which to me looks like what he does normally, which is just look hot and work out. And so if he in Spanish can then just make other people look hot and work out and or dumb, rich people who want to travel to, you know, some resort and pay $300 an hour to work out with him, he should be doing that. I agree with you. And I don't understand why he's not besides the fact that he ha now has an American wife and should live in the laps of luxury as, as you know, suggested. So he says like, that's what you said. And so the life coach is like, okay, cool. Now that we've got that out of the way that that wasn't true. And so that you've been living under these, uh, an information that's not true. <laughs> let's, what are we going to do? How are we going to move forward? And he, I don't, he just starts talking about all the things that he may want to do and they leave feeling okay but something also about the dog like oh you wanted that dog I just, I just, it just felt like they got in there angry and then they walked away okay and i want to know how are you going to solve any issues that you have going forward maybe they should put it all in writing so that the google translator something can translate the writing of it so that it makes sense i don't know it's interesting because if johan really wants to be a kept man which is what he now is inferring this season, which he had never had inferred before. And I say that only because it's very hard for me, and you can come at me, when, when traditional cisgender men want to be head of households and they don't think that they have to monetarily provide and protect with their money confuses me so if i'm gonna have you spend the first three years being like and which is true that danielle is like you know controlling and only wants her way and demanding those things are true and we were on board with you the entire time to now be like you know what? i want to be a kept man and you're not paying enough for me is like come again okay well that's a different that's a whole different thing then because if you're gonna be a kept man then bitch keep your mouth shut that's what you do. And I mean that from one female in a cisgender patriarchal world, if you want to be a kept person, you keep your fucking boca shut, kayate, and you live your life saying yes to whatever the richer person wants. That's how that shit works. So you make a decision. Yeah, you cerrado tu boca, kayate, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, exactly. I agree with you wholeheartedly. If somebody wants to be considered head of the household, then they financially need to provide for everything the house needs, the yard needs, the kids need, the wife needs. And the wife needs are almost the same needs as your needs. They needs the facials, they needs the massages, More. they need the babysitter, they needs sometimes in some instances, depending on how many kids you have and how much money you make, they need the nannies, they need the doulas, they need the car payments, they need the spending money. <laughs> like they needs the things. They need a new coat. I just got a new coat. I needed a new coat. 
Yeah, I don't understand that. Like, oh no. Otherwise I'm getting a job. Otherwise I'm getting a job. And then you're not the head of the household and we share head of household. So then we're sharing everything. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I don't really know what else specifically was nailed down from them. What is that all I remember? <laughs> you know what? It was a short episode. Yeah. Because we didn't, because yeah, it was all about. I don't think there was any Kenny. I don't think. You know what? Th- there was Kenny and we, we fast forward them. So yeah, we, we, I think there was, and we fast forward them. And we're going to fast forward the one of them. And I did fast forward the next yeah, episode. Kenny and Armando can't possibly. Like, I don't care. We've been, we don't care about them. And so <laughs> not having them and not having a Holly and Wayne, I mean, you know, and, uh, Really, no Brandon and Mary, I guess, in this episode. This Was this the episode where he already... No, wait. Was this the episode where he Lolo and him apologized and he said that he would change his ways? And no, she that was last episode. Okay, then, yeah, no. They weren't in this episode either. Yeah, that's why next episode they're like, well, things have somewhat gotten... Okay, great. So, yeah, that is the episode. I know, we're like, we can't believe it. Okay, so here we are for the episode. We, um, we're going to go right into and record the next episode as it's already aired and we are behind. So we will be doing that. We love you guys so much. We had some tech issues. If you're watching on Patreon, don't we usually, though? That's how you know that it's your girls, your goyles, honey. And this one's in New York. Ooh. Anyway, the glass break will be back. Anyway, uh, it's a huge mirror. Okay, right. my loves, no. if you want to follow us on social... What? Come again? What'd you say? I said, oh, uh, okay. Um, did we- a little titty. A little yeah. titty on Park Avenue. It's a Park Avenue titty. If you want to, please follow us on social medias. We are at DocuSweeties on Instagram, at DocuSweeties on TikTok, at DocuSweeties1 on X or Twitter, even though I can't log in anymore. I'm not quite sure why. And we also have a Facebook group. It's the DocuSweeties <laughs> podcast Facebook group. We love you guys so much. You also can give us $10 so I can buy more coats and show my titties off in the city. How well, how? You could join us on patreon.com slash docusweeties for $10 a month. And just so you guys know, that $10 will not be to her buying coats, okay? That $10 will sit in a bank account so we can pay people to help us do things like Jean Marie and Gabby. Thank you guys so much. If you want to do that $10 a month, it's patreon.com slash docusweeties. And we love you. Okay, bye. Bye.